Well, hi, and welcome to Dating Funnies. Happy holidays. Yep, happy Thanksgiving, whatever holiday you're celebrating. And yeah, I'm finally back again. Been absent, had a lot of interesting family situations, take up my time, chasing grandkids down in Scottsdale. Had some health issues that I had to be concerned about that kind of got me sideways. They had me with every test known to man to find out what was going on. Lucky for me, not much was going on. But it, it was good to go get tested and do all the tests to see what the challenge was and what was going on. And sadly, yes, it looks like I'm going to spend more time here chasing the dating, the dating thing. So what's been going on in my dating world? Not a whole lot, although I will tell you I'm very, very disappointed because apparently I'm going to be losing a listener. And I'm not too happy about it. And the reason why, I'll read you what she said to me. I mean, it's just such a hard pill to swallow for me. I've never met her. We've been talking for months. I kind of enjoyed interacting with her, but, you know, you'll, you'll see the gist. She asked me, how have you? It's been ages since we touched base. She says, life has been crazy. September for her was a bad month. She broke a leg. She had a cancer scare. She lost two good friends, so God, that's it's sad to hear, but we're at that age. And one was only 53 years old. That's young. That's too young. Even at my age, it's too young. And then one of her friend's sons died. So she's preoccupied too, like I was, in different things. But here's where she loses me. As far as dating, she met a guy online. How dare she? She cheated on me. They chatted for over two months, way past her two-week limit without meeting, which I agree is I typically want to meet people ASAP to see if they're real to see if there is some type of a connection. Each time they're supposed to meet, oh, imagine that. He ghosted her. Isn't that the norm these days still? It's so, it's so ridiculous. He was going through a lot in his personal life too, but nothing serious, just a career change. He's an older guy, 62, and he was regretting such a big change at his age. He should have been with me when I was in my 50s and I was completely broke. Looking in a mirror one morning, saying to myself, Great Scott, I'm now broke. My retirement fund is down to zero. I've got no retirement money. I'm not making any money. My businesses have all collapsed. And i got to start over in my 50s. Wow. I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I'm still doing it. I just get up and go to work every day. I think it all starts with me making sure I make my bed first thing in the morning as soon as I get out of bed so that I feel good like I'm accomplishing something every day. Because I'm certainly not accomplishing much when it comes to dating. In any event, in any event she thought they had a great connection otherwise, but they, now they talk on the phone every day, every couple of times a day. She'd put all dating on hold because she was investing her time with him. She decided reluctantly, it sounds like, to open Bumble, the dating app, back up. Swiped a couple, but eh, my heart wasn't in it, she says. I totally feel that pain. And then I let it go for a couple of days without looking, and I had a couple that matched, but I didn't see them in time. Then there was one guy that really caught my eye. I had two hours left to connect and send a message. In Bumble, once the woman reaches out to you, you have 24 hours to respond. And then when you respond to them, 
they've got 24 hours to respond back. I think. I, and I think once you respond to them, I think it just it sits there on read until they decide to respond back. If I remember, because I too am on Bumble reluctantly. And then she goes on to say uh, he was very upfront that best open, honest conversations about life, what they want, don't want. He owns some businesses. He's busy, values his free time like I do. We make it a priority to be 100% present when we're together. And a couple of other guys that she'd go on dates with, uh, they were more than just friends than anything else. But now she's in a relationship with this guy. I mean, what? It happens on Bumble, of all apps? You can actually meet somebody and actually go on a date and actually decide to be in a relationship with them? I, I, I think she's lying to me is what I think. Because she's like the first person I've ever heard that's met somebody, dated them, had a relationship off of Bumble. I mean, my last Bumble was some lady that I saw on Plenty of Fish. I liked her. She never liked me back. Then I saw her on OkCupid. I liked her. She didn't like me back. Then I saw her on Match.com. I liked her. She never liked me back either. And then she happened to be on Bumble. I liked her. You know me. I'm such a risk taker. And she liked me back. She actually sent me an email. Well, no way. That's interesting. So I responded back uh, several hours after I got it. Four days later, I get a response back from her. Well, that's interesting. And I actually know what this lady does. She's in the same kind of line of work I am. So I know who she is. And I was reluctant to really kind of engage because I know that type of personality, the type of business we're in. But I thought, what the heck? I'll give it a shot. What do I got to lose except my insanity, right? We've all been there. And I don't have much of it left anyway. So then I respond to her, her email, and a week later, I finally hear back from her again. I respond to that email, and it's two weeks before I hear from her. Then it turns into three weeks before I hear from her. And I still don't hear from her after three weeks. So I don't know what it is. What, why do people seem to think that they can respond, keep you on red, or keep you on hold, and then you, they think you're going to wait for them. And you're going to wait forever because you're desperate. Well, I want to meet somebody, date them, and have a relationship. But I'm not desperate by any stretch. So I did what we all should do. If they're not going to respond back in a reasonable amount of time, because we all choose what we want to do in the time that we want to do it. I went ahead and unmatched her. The heck with it. I haven't got time for this. I'm going to be looking at my app. Oh, did I get an email from her? Oh, my gosh. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not playing that game anymore. Lisa, I'm happy for her. Good for her. I hope she's finally found somebody and he's found somebody that they can actually enjoy being together. I think that's fantastic. I, you know, you've heard my, my stories along the way about my Talkify matchmaking platform. So they continue to reach out to me and their, their counselors always say, oh, I've got the perfect match for you. You guys would be perfect. I'll reach back out to her, try to set something up. Now, these counselors, they're salespeople. They don't get paid unless they get a connection. They make a connection. So you would think they'd be like a typical salesperson, right? Follow up, follow up, follow up, and follow through. I never hear back from them. So, so really, seriously? But, you know, again, I'm still working with my insanity. Every time somebody from that platform reaches out to me and says, am I interested in doing an interview? They might have a client that would be good for me. I always say, sure, why not? 
thinking that maybe sometime in my lifetime they'll actually connect me with someone that'll actually be more of what I'm looking for. They've got all my information on the profile. They know what I'm looking for. They know what my likes and dislikes are. They know what my, my hard limits are. But yet they continue to try to match me up with people that don't match a lot of what I'm looking for. And for me, you know, my hat's off to, to people my age in their 60s that are raising their grandkids. Good for you. Glad you can afford to do that and want to do that for the benefit of your grandkids. And my hat's off to you if you are taking care of your parents, if they're still alive. Good for you. But I don't have those considerations. And I really don't want to date someone that's in that type of situation. And I also feel bad for people in my age grouping that have lost a spouse, someone they've been married to for 20, 25, 30 years. I'm sorry for your loss. No question about it. I haven't lost that someone that way. And I've been single, no relationship for five, six years now. And I'm a firm believer that if you've been married for a while or you, uh, you know, for a period of time and you're recently divorced after that long-term marriage or your spouse passed away after a long-term marriage, that you need time to heal. And I don't know why people, I, I mean, I understand why people want to hurry up date because they're trying to fill a void. But is that fair to the next person? Is that fair? You're trying to heal and they're, they're ready to find somebody to put in their life and they're never going to measure up to the spouse that you lost. So you can't compare them to that. Yet my experience has been every time I meet someone that's recently lost a spouse, I'm supposed to measure up to that previous spouse. Or if they're recently divorced, they still have a chip on their shoulder about their divorce and want to talk about their divorce. Those are the candidates I continue to get from Talkify. I think Talkify is a good platform. People pay good money to be on there. It's just sad that to me, the counselors, salespeople, don't really do their due diligence and work to see if people are a good match or not. And the way Talkify works, it's a blind date. And, and I mean blind date. You don't know what they look like. You don't know if, you know, if they're Asian, white, African American. You don't know anything about them. You don't know their likes or dislikes. You just agree to go on this blind date. So then you have to try to and they'll tell you at the last minute after you tell them what you're going to be wearing so you can find each other. Well, that's problematic in a lot of different ways. So my latest Talkify date this last weekend was a very nice lady. She was 60, but she'd been married for 25 years. And her husband passed away suddenly a couple of years ago. She's still raising two 19-year-old kids at home. My son is 44. My grandkids are nine and seven. I don't want to raise somebody's teenagers. And, you know, and I'm sure her kids are still trying to work through the process, as they should, the loss of their dad. And I'm not going to measure up to that, to their dad, nor do I want to. But that's a tough hurdle for me to overcome. And I'm also trying to find someone that has very similar interests to me. I like to downhill ski. I like to sail. I like to fly. I like to golf. I like the wine tastes. I continue to get people that come to me and say, well, I like music. If you don't like music, we're not a good fit. Well, they're lucky because I like music. Well, you know, I don't downhill ski, so you have to be okay with that. Well, okay, why do I have to be okay with what you want, not what I want? Well, you don't play golf, 
how do you feel if I play golf? Well, if you don't play a, a lot, then that would be okay. Okay, so once again, I'm supposed to map out what you want and push my stuff to the background, right? I dated a lady years ago that I used to have season tickets to college football, to the National Football League, the basketball, baseball, great seats. And she's like, look, if we're going to continue to date, I'm not going to any of those events with you. I don't like sporting events. So you'd be going by yourself. Well, you know, I stuck around because the sex was so good. How stupid was I, eh? And gave up. Gave up my stuff. Gave up my stuff. I'm not doing that again. You know, let's find stuff, do things together. I I don't golf seven days a week. I don't sit in front of the TV and watch sporting events all day long. I want to get out and do things. I want to, I want to ski. Sure, I want to travel. Warm weather destinations. Sure, I want to play golf. Yeah, I want to go wine taste. Go to Napa Valley. Go, you know, different places around to enjoy different vineyards. Does that mean I have a drinking problem? No. But sadly, and I'm, I'm okay with this talk if I did because I chuckled. I went ahead in my report card to them. At the end of the day, you have to tell them what you thought of the date. And I put in there that I was concerned about her husband passing away not too long ago. And I went ahead and said, yeah, I'd see her again. Just so I wanted to see what she had to say. And of course, I had to chuckle once again. You know, she didn't see a romantic connection is what she put in her remarks about me. And I was a nice guy, fun, funny, easy to talk to a gentleman, but she didn't see the romantic connection. Really? Really? No romantic connection? Yeah, I know. I've told stories before on my podcast, and I'm not going to tell them again, but how many times have we gone down this journey where you first go out with somebody and just, you're in the talking stage. You're just getting to know someone, and you're already trying to plant the seeds of they got to be this romantic connection. I really think what she's looking for is someone that is like her, her, her now past husband. And that's okay. I get that. But people continue to use the same excuse. I don't see a romantic connection. Well, that can mean a lot of things. I'm not like your ex. I'm not like your past. You don't think I look good naked. You don't think we'll have good sex. But you don't know any of that until you get to know somebody. Like I've talked about before, this one couple said no, 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 no for two plus years, finally go on a date, come to find out, oh my gosh, they were perfect for one another. They've been married ever since. Are you kidding me? Can we, can we please stop with the bullshit and just go meet people? Go have a glass of wine, cup of coffee, go do things with them. You might find out you have something in common with them. Maybe they'll enjoy doing more of your things and vice versa, you'll do more of their things. Seriously, folks, if you're 60 or older, how many summers do you think you have left? How many? You might live to be 100, but after 80, for most of us, it's going to look like shit. You're not going to be able to walk. You're not going to be able to talk. You're not going to be able to think. So you got 12 to 18 summers to get out there and hang out with people that you like, that you enjoy being with, and if you're lucky and you're open to it, you might find someone that you can enjoy doing those things with. Enough of the bullshit. Go meet people. It's ridiculous. How many folks here know about Fet Life? Anyone? 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 Well, Fet Life is kind of a BDSM community where people post ads, set up profiles because you can't tell if they're real or not. So many profiles. It's an interesting forum. That's Fet Life, F E T L I F E. To where if you like to dance outside of the vanilla world, that might be a platform for you to set up a free profile. But do know that 
the men outweigh the women probably a hundred to one. So if you're a man trying to meet people, I mean, you're you're shaking a lot of trees before you get a response, and you're shaking even more trees if you think you're going to meet someone. And then, you know, what what is the caliber of people there? And I know there's probably some good high caliber people, but I am not sure. You know, there, there's such few in, in the whole platform. But it's it's a place if if you haven't looked into that dating site, you might. There's also an app called Feld, F-E-E-L-D. That too is a BDSM type of dating. You can set up a free profile there and see if there's people that match the type of things you would like to uh, look into, explore. I've seen a lot of people in my age group, 50 above. They want to explore. They want to try different things. In fact, uh, I, I was listening to something on YouTube last week, Drew Barrymore. She said that she's tried anything and everything you can think of in the bedroom, and now she's just a vanilla person. So she went through and explored, did her thing, and found out that she would just rather be a regular vanilla person. And if you don't know what that is, then just Google vanilla relationships and it gets you the information you need. I mentioned those two because, yeah, I'm on those sites. I thought, what the heck? I'm going to see who's out there. I'm trying to see who the universe is going to put in front of me to give me an opportunity to at least meet and greet and date someone. Can I dance outside the vanilla world? Sure, I have in the past. I like it. It's fun. It's not for everyone. Can I date just a vanilla partner? Of course. My preference is to have some private fun more so than just being vanilla. But I've also noticed that a lot of people in my age grouping, women, they tend to, they're not interested in being intimate anymore. Those days are behind them. They'd rather curl up and read a good book. I get that. Sometimes I prefer that too. But, and I get it, intimacy comes in a lot of different ways. I'm not stupid. It comes to a lot of different ways. But, you know, being, being physically intimate with someone, for me, is very important. So that's, you know, I, I've got that in my profile we'll talk about. I want an intimate partner. I don't want somebody that doesn't want to be touched, doesn't want to be kissed, doesn't want to hold hands. That doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah, I'm ranting a little bit today. I'm frustrated in so much that I'm kind of like Lisa from Massachusetts. To where I'm about, you know, I'm indifferent to it all anymore. You know, I've got my grandkids. They want expensive Christmas presents. My ex-wife thinks, why should I spend that money on them? And I'm thinking, well, why not? I'm not dating anyone. I'm saving all kinds of money by not going on dates. So why not make Christmas a little extra special? Why have the financial needs to buy them a little extra special gift? I mean, I'm not going to write them checks. I like to give my grandkids what they want within reason, knowing that I'm also setting the platform what they may want the next year. So I don't want to keep having to increase the the, what the gifts are just to appease them. That's that's not my motivation whatsoever. But if I have the financial wherewithal to be able to buy them something that they want and it's within reason, then why, why should I be told not to? Just because other people have other limitations. My ex-wife, she's retired. Good for her. But she's retired on limited income. Whereas I am still working seven days a week making good money, very good money. And so... I could stop and have limited resources to like her. So I don't know why I keep getting all the headache that I do from a family about that. But tell me more about your dating stories. I'm trying to get a guest speaker on here from Sweden, and the timing of it uh, hasn't worked yet due to my uh, 
situations and challenges with uh, my health concerns this last month and some trying to do some things with the grandkids. So my apologies to him. Hopefully we'll get on here and we'll talk because I'm anxious to learn more about some of the trials and errors that's going on in Sweden. And my guess is it's going to be very similar to what we run into here in, in the States. And as you know, as I'm sure you're fully aware, if you're watching the news, which I don't recommend, not Main Street media, uh, media anyway, I never know what's real, what isn't real with them. But dating today is so complicated in so many ways oh my gosh and i'm tired of fielding the question is why why i'm not in a relationship why i'm single well it's not from a lack of effort that's for sure but it's complicated especially as you get older you got to deal with money issues you got to deal with physical issues, you got to deal with intimacy, you got to deal with family issues. There's all kinds of family dynamics. And maybe that's why most of us just stop and say enough. I, I don't need all that, that extra drama. It'd be nice to have a partner, but you know, if that means I'm inheriting uh, someone else's family issues, then yeah, no, nah, I don't want to do that, right? So feel free to email me. I'd love to hear from more of you as to what's working for you, what's not. You know, I get on TikTok from time to time. There's a few ladies I'm following, but I can't seem to find their their profiles on TikTok. They're talking about some of their bad dates and the things that have happened to them. And so I'm going to find some of those. Maybe I'll talk about their bad dates because I'm not going on enough bad dates or enough dates to really add. And it's a shame, too, like my Talkify date this past weekend, I thought, well, you know, I'll go to this thing. And now my mind's shaped to where it's in worst case scenario, at least I got content for my podcast. I'd like to be able to come to you and say, hey, I met somebody. They're going to be my somebody. Yeah, I guess I'll have to save that song for another day. Anyway, I hope you and your family have a great holiday. I'll be back on the podcast in the next week or so as I have more uh, opportunities to discuss more dating challenges. But send me your challenges, your dating successes at datingfunnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Love to hear your story. Love to share your stories with my listeners. Again, thanks for listening. This is Dating Funnies.